Welcome to Derazzled, the podcast where we take award-winning worst films and fix them. I'm your host, Joe Nealis, and uh, somewhere on the other side of Pittsburgh is also host Jack Culbertson, which means, that's right, we're in the middle of another Deleted Scenes episode here for you. We are still in the midst of our January break following the holidays. Uh, Trust me, we both need it. So here we have for you some deleted scenes from Superman Lives Part 2 up through our coverage of The Mummy from 2017. So uh, there's some really great bits in here that I wish we could have kept in in some cases or were just like recorded in between act breaks and were just fun and I wanted you all to hear them. Uh, or in some cases are some missing audio that we didn't share from Jack's trip to Constellation Burn, uh, one of which is probably nigh unlistenable, but it's just kind of fun to imagine Jack in that particular setting. Uh, we also have some fun stuff here from our episode about Xanadu with our good friend Caleb Figgles. Uh, So enjoy all of that. Uh, We'll be back in two weeks with our best of 2022 episode. And then after that, we will be coming back with our first film of of the new year, which will be 2015's Fantastic Four. We are looking forward to digging into that. Plus, it'll be a lot easier for him to work in as many Grant Morrison jokes as possible. Uh, So... If you have not already, please rate and review the show everywhere you possibly can so that people have an easier time finding us. Those go a long way to getting us into people's ears, and we really appreciate it. If you want to follow us on social media, uh, please do so on Twitter at DeRazzledPod, on Facebook at DeRazzledPodcast, on Instagram at DeRazzled underscore podcast, and TikTok at DeRazzled underscore podcast. As always, if you have something you'd like to he- see us cover, or if you have a suggestion for merch you'd like to see in our Redbubble store, email us at DeRazzledPodcast at gmail.com. And as always, we will be sure to razzle dazzle ya. Hey, you. You have disappeared from the. Uh... Some of us are dumb. <laughs> Let me back in. Thanks. There you go. <laughs> I was getting rid of Tony Shalhoub and I got too excited. <laughs> oh, God. That's my, that's uh, yeah. my excuse for the next time somebody catches me masturbating. Right. Tony Shalubin. <laughs> I was getting rid of Tony Shalubin. I got too excited. <laughs> you, you all right there? I got a, a sticky butt. <laughs> it's very hot in this room. It is. Jesus Christ. Uh, well. I will say that in Batman the Animated Series, I think the Further Adventures or whatever, I can't remember, the the fourth season, Okay. Um, Mr. Freeze does... Has like his body has like decayed to the point where only his head is alive. Oh wow! And when the head separates from the mechanical body, it is like spider legs. That's and it fucking is wild, terrifying. It, it yeah, it's very uncomfortable. Oh my god, I, I I'm not familiar with that storyline. That's yeah, bonkers. The if you watch just the Mister Freeze episodes of the Batman the Animated Series, mm-hmm. it's dark as fuck. Yeah, and it's not happy. No, of course it's not. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! Um, First of all, Tim Burton's drawing style is just oh my god! It's it's, it's unique. Unique is the and word I, for it. it <laughs> I enjoy like, it. It's so strange. His, uh, the spider image is fucking weird. Yeah. I, I do not like that. Um, there is a there. I swear to God, there is a there is a drawing of Superman that looks like Edward Scissorhands in a Superman cape. That tracks. Um. Oh my god. This like the spider version and the or not the spider version, the like where it's just the jar with the legs. Yeah. I like that. There's it's fun. One where he's has like a spider suit. Yeah. Which I hate. I um, think that's more like the cloak that they were talking about where he looks like he's kind of a reaper. I do I I wanna watch this movie. It like Right. Like I like I want to I want to have seen this. It's pro. I feel like it would have been one of those movies. Oh my god! Sorry, the spider legs are like really accurate. 
um did not i liked it better when it was his like daddy long legger oh my god rather than yeah the fucking black widow style um yeah i th- i think it does start to mm. it does start to skew more black widow as it goes on yeah um but i feel like this is one of those movies that like i would have watched when i was five and it'd be like oh i really enjoyed that movie kind of like man even even batman forever i i kind of liked as a kid yeah uh master of the universe a live action one oh that, man i was like i i have not watched it since i was five and i don't plan on doing that <laughs> uh, i like i mean i was immediately disappointed by batman forever but yeah that that he-man masters of the universe i definitely remember enjoying that as a little kid yeah there's plenty of movies that i've since gone back and like oh man that was really bad yeah oh, there's so many interesting drawings there there was at one point a um an exhibit of his work what, burton's yeah and i really wish you could have gone yeah that would have been cool as hell um so i i kind of said this a little bit in the first episode but uh the first time i ever found out about the story was in 12th grade and the reason i found out about it was because i was doing a we, we had to do like a book report yeah um, or just some kind of Mr. Stanek didn't give a shit. Um, <laughs> so I I chose to do mine on Tim Burton. Okay, and that's how I ran found found uh, this story. Well, yeah, maybe we can do a bonus five at some point on like <laughs> the death of the streaming service because it's looking scary. I I just honestly I hope it just holds out long enough for Venture Brothers. Yeah. Well, I'm talking streaming in general. But. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that could be something to explore. Uh, um, I I saw a, a a discussion about how streaming services are kind of reaching the end of the line, where they realize that they can only get so many subscribers. They can't get more than you know. The, the number that there are to, to exist. You mean the capitalistic idea of free, rampant, unstoppable growth is a fucking pipe dream? Yes. <laughs> so, what people want are these shows yeah. that the streaming services are making and are generally pretty cool. Uh, yeah. But the problem is that those are expensive to make yeah. and they are union and money, money, money. So it's like, well, do you make this really high quality show and you don't pay the shareholders billions of dollars? Well, that's ins- that's insane. I can't uh, do that. So what uh, is likely to happen, at least according to this discussion that I watched, is they will start to pour money into the kinds of productions that don't require a lot of money, which is um, reality TV. Yeah. Sure has been a lot of that popping up, too, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Besides there being like a ton of great television on streaming services, the thing that makes me nervous is a lot of those mid-budget movies that we used to get yeah. have now become shows. True. On streaming services. And I like the kind of sh- mid, uh, mid-budget mid movies storytelling. Yeah. Um, I don't want everything to be a... Gigantic blockbuster. Gigantic blockbuster. Yeah. yeah. Um. I mean, I, I enjoy my fair share of, like, indie stuff that's low-budget. Yeah. Uh, but I also want to see, like, the actor dream projects and, like... Yeah. <sighs> capitalism, man. Fucking capitalism. I'm going to grab a drink and then I'm going to uh, see where this adventure takes me. <laughs> I wonder if at what point... They were working on the George Miller uh, Justice League. If it was around this time or not. There was a George Miller Justice League? You know who was Batman? Who? Army Hammer. Army Hammer? Really? That's a choice. Yeah. Um, That, man, that's wild. That is absolutely wild to me. That is also like a a weird convergence with a bunch of other media that I engage with because mm. fucking Coheed and Cambria, their, uh, their new albums are mm. largely about parenthood and they're fucking amazing. Like the story of like the kid that's involved in the relationship with the parents and everything is 
in with all like the sci-fi epic weirdness is really good. Uh, the Wonder Years, another one of my favorite bands. They're mm-hmm. about to release a new record, and a lot of it fucking deals with fatherhood and what it's like having kids. And the first few singles they've released for it are fucking amazing. Like, so. Bum, 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 bum. All right, uh, let's do a quick sound test. Love to cocaine, huh? <laughs> cocaine. Was the first you time know? you ever did it. Oh, the first time I ever did. The first time. Yeah. Oh, who's to say? <laughs> Don't we go way back? <laughs> um, but honestly, probably at the bathhouse in Pittsburgh. Yeah, for being honest. Yeah, I'm fair enough. Sure. I still don't sure. know her. The bathhouse. Oh, the bathhouse. Well, either. Oh, okay. oh. <laughs> I want to say I don't know how secret the bathhouse is, but I want to say it's above my favorite comic book shop. It's right beside it. That's fantastic. <laughs> so when you, when you go there, if you happen to go there on a Sunday, just yeah. know that next door is some, some naked drunk passed out gay on the roof. Night. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> There's like no room tone. It's fine. I was like, can you hear the cicadas? Actually, no, but I did turn my headphones down. Oh, okay. So okay. who fucking knows? The screaming. <laughs> screaming. The screaming. This, this has so little to do with what we're actually covering today and just my fascination with the weird and obscure uh, anything. <laughs> what? But it was a house that they'd converted into a bar. Jitters. It was not Jitters. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, never mind. <laughs> but there was like a pool room in back. That, like that's where you went to like either. Um, Thunderbird. No, it wasn't Thunderbird. Ah, oh, damn it. No, like Thunderbird was like a, like a step up from this place. This was like a house that was converted into a bar. Cativo? It might have been Cativo. No, it's oh. not Cativo. That's the well, lesbian bar. No. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> You're there's, there's, all the bars. There's, a, there's a pool room in that one. <laughs> there's a pool room in Cativo. Must be able to play pool too, Jack. <laughs> Jesus. Well, right. Nobody played pool in the pool room. You either went there because you were overwhelmed by the amount of people dancing, or you went there to over- OD. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah, not Cativo. So no. Then, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. What was that mm. club called? You said it was in Lawrenceville. Or was on. It was on. I think it was on Butler. I'm pretty sure it was on Butler. Um, house on I used, Butler. I used to go with uh, Brittany. That's where she would she would either want to go to there or Belvedere's for her birthday. But when Bel- Belvedere's oh. caught fire and shut down for a while. Oh, that's right. That did happen. Um, See, my mind immediately jumped to Brillo Box, but there's not nah. a pool room there and that's not on Butler. Was it? I mean. It was definitely on Butler. More pool rooms. I mean, Blue Blue Moon, but they don't do it. They don't have a dance bar. No. <gasps> remedy. Fucking Remedy. Oh, remedy. That's, that's it. Yep. Oh my god! I was thinking open. about the wrong area in Butler. Yeah. That was it. I'm looking it up. Going there tonight. <laughs> I think they might still be open. Or or wait, no. Or did they have a shutdown before COVID? They might have. They were not. They were. Sh- they were. There was some shit. That's. I feel like I heard there's some like drug stuff. Well, there, there. was some like the owners are racist stuff, if I'm not oh, mistaken, that went that. That, that that came out at some point. Uh, it looks like it's still open, but maybe is not owned by the same people because it looks way nicer now. Interesting. I'd gone in there a couple of times before, yeah. like the "Hey, the owners are, are uh, bigots" kind of shit started coming out, and I always, I always liked it. It was just like, oh, okay, I can hang out here and listen to some music I'm familiar with and drink a giant PBR on the cheap. Like, yeah, why not? Like, it wasn't the worst bar to go to. No, um, it was just like. On a dance night, which is the only reason I ever ended up there. Yeah. It was very, very crowded. Mm-hmm. Which is not your scene at mm-hmm. all. <laughs> which is why I ended up watching Cruisin' on the, yeah. <laughs> the side of the wall. <laughs> and then I went back to the pool room to chill out for a second. And, and OD a little bit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> God, there was, there was definitely, like, the one time. I might have been that time. Where I was like, is she going to be okay? And they're like, yeah, 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 she's cool. Like dragged her out the back door. I was like, well, okay. back to dancing. <laughs> Uh, okay, oh, man i've I've been to I've been to shadier bars than Remedy and have not seen that particular no. shit happen. I was like, didn't expect it at this one. On a, have... on on a on some of our earliest dates, Becca and I went to the uh, Shady Side Hideaway, which is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I've been to that. Oh, one. it is the dumpiest little dive Ooh, I've ever the, seen. Where's yeah. that? Um, it's actually like right next to Millie's. <laughs> What? Like it's they a share a sidewalk to like get back. Yeah, oh, I've seen people place. like yeah 
kind of scuttle, scuttle back there. Yeah, if you yeah. like step too far to the right, you're gonna not and get the, ice cream, and you're gonna oh get cocaine. God. So she would go there with a bunch of her improv friends okay. back in the pre-COVID times, and this is a whole lot of them would just take over the basement, which is basically like one very questionable, like sure. like uh, like curved couch along the wall, <laughs> and you know some stray chairs to fill out that to fill out that circle. And there's a bathroom. You have to walk past that group of people to get to the bathroom. Okay. So the people would go to the bathroom, but they're never going to the bathroom. Right. Not in a place gotcha. like this. Okay. So so the improv folks would always play a little game called sex, drugs, or sex and drugs. So as they're walking past, you have to guess one, two, or three. As, I like that game. As they're heading back there. Yeah, nobody does it anymore. They don't. They, they don't go there anymore. Oh. And be, uh, every now and then, Becca and I will be talking about, it and she laments like, "Man, no one wants to go to the fucking hideaway anymore." Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna start the night at the hideaway. Mm-hmm. Play sex, sex drugs, drugs, or sex, sex and drugs. drugs. <laughs> then we're going to the black house. <laughs> <laughs> or wait, do we go to? Hot mass first, then the well, yeah, house. we'll do hot mass and then move. This on. seems okay. like a good or- order of operations. Yeah, yeah. we can play that game at any one of these places. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, they're climbing under a booth. Sex, drugs, or sex and drugs? <laughs> Actually, they were taking a shit. Who knew? <laughs> oh, weird. They're just in the corner. <laughs> that was the fourth urinating? option. It's sex, drugs, and poop. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nobody pees at hot mass. No, I imagine you probably don't. You probably Not in the sweat it all out. Yeah, but you save it for the right person. Keep this all in, Joe. This is all now part of the episode. I mean, we're we're between acts. This is absolutely deleted scenes material. Ah, I want to keep it in the episode. That's fine. You've got a finger. Sorry, it's finish your thought. You have five fingers. I. Whoa. <laughs> no, finish your thought real quick. Um, I do have another thing that doesn't work that I want to touch on real quick. I forgot. God damn it. No, we're good. We're good. I saved it. Okay. Um so she changes the people, the mannequins into people. Um but I, I have not watched Grease. Um, what? Definitely no lasers. But there, there is no a flying car. There is a flying car though. <laughs> not driven by Tommy Wiseau. Yeah, weird. The only thing I know about Greece is that uh, Pirate Scott uh, <laughs> was in it. Was I think Kaniki in high school? Okay, love that. And the car that they used, they had like cut off the top of it, uh, and he slipped and oh. almost became a eunuch. Oh my uh, god! And had to be rushed to the hospital. <laughs> Holy um, shit, dude! So that's my. Greece I don't know story. why I'm laughing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I should watch that movie though, so yeah. a little more yeah. context Just so you to can that. Really understand. <laughs> yeah, it's worth checking out. I'll give it that. Probably less blood in that version. Uh, yeah, I don't, probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Probably a safe bet. Not a hundred percent. It's been a minute. <laughs> I was going. I was thinking yeah. about opening up th- this with uh, tales from. A local bar Belvedere's used to have roller skate night. Maybe they still do. I don't know. I've been there in years. They up. might. I mean, now that they're like actually open and operational yeah. post COVID, like yeah. they might. I I know they have all the dance nights again. They have disco night. Okay, so that they makes should sense. have yeah. roller night. They so when I was going, they were very like dive bar, and I loved it. Oh, they're still that. Mm-hmm. Are they still dive oh, bar? Oh, absolutely. Okay. I was Come worried on, that man. Well, like they caught fire, and then they renovated for like a year, and I'm like, you're gonna make it bougie because there's a bunch. No, of they absolutely did not make it bougie. I, I've I've been post renovation. Okay, yeah. maybe not post COVID, but post renovation, uh-huh. it's not bougie at all. It's no. absolutely still a wood covered dive bar. Oh, yeah, the floor sticky. The floor still <laughs> sticky, and it also on the back bar still has that picture of marge simpson uh, yeah. lois griffin uh peggy hill and linda belcher uh-huh. like uh nude and in corpse paint playing in a metal band together <laughs> okay so they've not lost their spirit they've not, no <laughs> not at all uh they used to have skate nights and you'd have I've to s- sign a release mm-hmm. and it's not a huge bar but you would go around in a circle and they kind of like push all the furniture to the outer rim so that you'd have some kind of crash yeah, a bit barrier. of a barrier. Yeah, somebody did crash into their TV. Well, Naturally, the old wood, like you know, it, it died. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
the TV died. The no, TV died. No. Right. Well, that's why they signed the waivers. So if you die, it doesn't matter. Uh, oh yeah, you waive them of all responsibility. <laughs> I think um, I, I thought the person died, but was like, oh. I oh I thought I was just clarifying for the audience. <laughs> well, you clarified for me too. Okay, there we go. I'm completely unfazed. <laughs> so I don't know how we got here, but the point is, I don't want to change this movie. Uh, <laughs> um, who who dubbed him? I cannot remember. You don't have it written down? I do not. Ah. I Because I didn't care. Ah, fair. Um, <laughs> uh, the Game with the Boys just suggested that uh, Passion of the Christ could have been a musical. I'd have liked it a lot if, fucking more, actually. Uh, that, that that idea of fucking rules. And laser. They put la- Yeah, I was going to say, if there were lasers in it, I absolutely would have sat through the movie. Yeah. Um, I would have enjoyed my time sitting through it much more. Yeah. <laughs> if all of the blood were lasers. <laughs> <laughs> Or like glue, glowed like neon. I'd be in. Yeah, I'd be in. Uh, um, a little, little buzz now. Yeah, yeah. She does have cankles though. I don't like to speak ill of the dead, but <laughs> I was watching her that tap dance, and I was like, something's not right with her feet. <laughs> oh no! I was like, oh, it's cankles. And then throughout the rest of the movie, you never see her ankles again. Mm. That's weird. Which makes sense that that was added in so much later. She always has like a ribbon on her foot or the leg warmers. Yeah. Or her skates are really, really high. She's huh. dressed as this like USO style performer. She did have the USO look for a bit there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can't really wear the yeah. leg warmers for that. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. in, the, in the little mini making of, they take credit for inventing the leg warmer look. <laughs> Which I'm not sure if that's true or not, but that might be a bit much. Yeah. But... That's a stretch, but <laughs> the costumer had a lot to say. I believe that. Was the costumer involved in a bunch of the crimes? No. No. At least none that we're aware of. Mm. <laughs> oh my god. It's good. It's good wine. I'm going to finish it off now. Oh, God. As we go into the fix, the part I am least prepared to do. Again, you you have specifically stated you don't want to do this. (laughs) Let's fix this fucker. (laughs) (laughs) What did did Olivia John make him do? (laughs) Uh, I can't tell you how many shows I did in college where they're like, well, what would you like? What what kind of gift would you want for your director's gift? And I was like, ice pick. (laughs) And they would stop asking. (laughs) So I had to go get it myself. (laughs) No one would give it to me. No. He has a list in the back. (laughs) Names that just say sky. (laughs) Scratch. I hate all all of that. Sandra Day (laughs) O'Connor. Uh, fuck. Um, I don't know if this is true or not, but I read a cracked article once that said the the only reason he even still makes music is to pay for his uh, football coaching. He's just like the thing he's most passionate about is like coaching kids. I'm not sure if I he still that. does that at this point. Uh, he's a little on the older he, side. But... Yeah, he he was doing that for a while though. Like he quit smoking weed to like coach his uh, to coach his his kids' football team. Yeah. yeah, it was like the thing he was most passionate about. Yeah. and I'm like, all right. Nice. Thanks, Snoop. Thanks, Snoop. The number of, like, older women I've heard say they want to fuck the shit out of Snoop is uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Especially considering I'm pretty sure there were rape allegations brought up against him around Super Bowl time. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. That's that. the thing that happened earlier this year. I don't know. I don't, I don't know more than that, but it, those allegations coo, came up. Coo. Uh, (laughs) Welcome to Making a Martini, up, dry, and straight to the point. I am the host, Caleb Viggles, accompanied by my CFO, Scooter, who is my dog. And together, we are bringing you the podcast education you never knew you needed. Sometimes more than you get in our own country's actual education system. Do the children of today learn about sex, Shakespeare, and race in school? I mean, maybe, but I sure didn't, and look what happened to me. I started a podcast. 
And is this really what you want for your children? No, it's fucking not. But I can guarantee that the children in school today don't learn about the Alien franchise, why Grease 2 is better than Grease, and certainly not the joys of Glow, the gorgeous ladies of wrestling, which you will learn here. And if you came here thinking this is going to be a podcast on how to make martinis and whatnot, well, you're almost right, because we are making cocktails. Cocktails for all occasions, including the classic dirty vodka martini, the pride teeny, and the bro knee. And more, typically accompanied by a knowledgeable guest, or at least someone who I think is knowledgeable and entertaining. And hey, you might think so too. I mean, what more could anyone with a thirst for knowledge and a thirst for vodka-based drinks want in their life? So join me with our bi-weekly themed cocktail as we take on numerous practical and crazy topics, have a laugh, and get straight to the point. I'm practically drunk just thinking about it. Make sure to check us out on Facebook and Instagram, and remember, please drink responsibly. Cheers. Give me a sound test. I am Jack, who is awake and drinking possibly the worst... Maybe move this a little closer to me. Uh, probably the worst LaCroix I've ever had. It's off-brand, which is neither here nor there, but it's blueberry acai with uh, additional caffeine. Oh, it's fucking awful. It tastes fake as shit, even though it assures me that it's not. Interesting. Yeah, okay. Don't get it. It's one of those things I like got on... Um, like, what's, what's the app that you use to like get groceries delivered to you? Um... Revenge app. Revenge grocery. <laughs> Revenge grocery. <laughs> uh, they, they're like, oh, it's out of all of these other flavors that could be good. And I'm like, as long as it's not coconut. And they're like, not a problem. Good. So they brought me this. Why does, <laughs> and I don't understand how anyone drinks the coconut ones. They taste I like fucking know. sunscreen. Was it, who was it like that on the set? Was it was it Maddie. Fucking. <laughs> oh my God. That feels appropriate. It was somehow. Maddie and somebody fucking, else. It I thought was, it was Christine, but. I think it might have been both of them. The both of them? Yeah, it might, yeah, it might have been Maddie and Christine. That shit was gross. Do you think that we'd get instantly thrown out, out if we showed up to their wedding <laughs> with a box of coconut oak <laughs> Here's a <your> gift. <laughs> Congratulations, Rob and Christine. Uh, I feel like Rob would think it's funny, and then Christine's family would instantly throw us out. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is this? Christine, why do you hang out with these people? You're a respectable human being. Wait, you met through these assholes? That's it. We're not paying oh. for any more wedding. <laughs> um, and it's just fucking bewildering. And like, I know there are reasons, like behind the scenes, that there was there was supposed to be a book of shadows that was like a screenplay that the one guy was working on about the okay. st- about the stuff that happened. I don't know, but they jettisoned that whole storyline. I would love to. Maybe not do a full-blown um, Development Hell episode on that, but, like, just explore what the fuck <laughs> happened. Because Blair Witch was... A mess? The, well, the first movie kind of just took everyone... By storm. By, by storm. Yeah. yeah. No, that, um, was, uh, that was a, uh, a zeitgeist tour de force. My God. Did I ever... Are you familiar with their marketing campaign? Vaguely. They uh, started airing commercials for it on sci-fi yeah but not as like oh this is a movie that's coming out they're like here's this found footage that we're going to air yes and wouldn't you know somebody watched that as a little kid right before going camping Uh uh-huh and i had no idea it was a movie (laughs) oh my god (sighs) are you going to do a an impression of was it tabby no, Tabby didn't send in a voicemail. So right, but uh, can you? You're gonna do her part. No, I'm not. I'll, okay. I'll, I will. I will point. You're gonna out... be a pretty, pretty girl. Okay. <laughs> I am a pretty girl. <laughs> uh, no, I'm. I'm. No, I'm not gonna be doing any impersonations of anybody. But uh, I'm sorry. I'm fine. <laughs> Where she'll be directing uh, uh, everyone's uh, obvious favorite character. Captain Marvel. Oh, the Marvel <laughs> and that everyone loves. Yeah, I mean, I I personally like. Brie Larson is Captain Marvel. I'm excited to see more of her. So I don't really know the character super well because when I was reading her, she was like a side character to oh, the sure, sure. original Captain Marvel. 
Yeah. Um, I am excited to see Ms. Marvel. Yes. Uh, her TV series was quite good. I enjoyed that thoroughly. That comic. Like, the original comic that she's in mm -hmm. is so good. The introduction of Kamala Khan fucking yeah. rules. Absolutely. Um, hilarious. Uh, yeah, so I'm excited to see them actually get together and work together on screen. And then, did they say what the third character's name's going to be? I don't know. I, I don't know what she's going by. If it's like Photon or yeah. in the comics, she's had like sixteen different names. Yeah, it's because she she was introduced in Wandavision, and mm -hmm. she's um. I like the actress. Oh yeah, no, she did a fantastic job. Just um, we haven't seen her since then. Right. It's, right. You know, at this point, it's been it's been a couple of years. So I'm excited to see what happens there. I think what the conceit is like they all kind of change places whenever they use their powers. Yes. Yeah. I haven't I haven't gotten to watch all of Ms. Marvel yet. Uh, it's like it's not terribly thing. addressed in Miss Marvel the TV okay. series. Okay. Uh, so that's it, it, it's like some press material that I've seen where I think they've described that as being the uh, primary conceit. That's cool. Uh, that actually goes back to OG Marvel. Yeah. Because uh, he he would have these like wristbands and he would switch places with fuck. What's his name? Such a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say Snapper Carver. That's DC. That'd be weird. But it's. It's a, a similarly named character that you're like, the fuck are you? He's just like a kid that shows up and you're different. Like he's he's the kid that uh, Bruce Banner saved. When oh, he got his powers. he's like, OK, OK. Why are you on the field where the nukes going off? Get out of here. Hey, maybe don't be there. Stop yeah. that. Yeah. But that kid just that like kid. shows up. Gotcha. Uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> what you doing today? Uh, D&D, &D, actually. Sweet. Yeah, I have. Uh, Sean is starting up a new campaign where everybody starts oh, off right. as sorcerers. You're a, you're a turtle. Yeah, I'm playing a turtle person. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, yeah, it, uh, I'm starting up as a wild mage sorcerer who's sick of all the shit that being a wild mage causes to happen to you. Sure. Uh, so he starts trying to become a monk to uh, kind of hone his mind and body, but okay. the, but the wild magic's still there. <laughs> so, yeah. So we'll see how we'll see how that uh, how that plays out. Um, if you ever end up playing like Call of Cthulhu or anything, where the campaigns don't last very long because you die. <laughs> Uh, let me know. <laughs> we'll see. I think most of what we're doing is is like longer form stuff, but yeah, which is is unfortunate. Yeah, for, for me, not for you guys. That's awesome. But <laughs> I, I I would. I, oh my god! Uh, my friend Jeremiah did a uh, not specifically Call of Cthulhu esque mm -hmm. thing, but he did what it was supposed to be a one shot. It turned into three sessions. I could do like uh, three sessions. Yeah, uh, where it was all like sanity based and all sorts of horrible yeah. shit happened to us, and we had to uh, sacrifice blood to a blood god. They do like that. Yeah, yeah, that'd be sweet. I'm amazed that we survived, but um, there was a particularly great moment where uh, we were uh, doing our watches throughout the night, and we and uh, one guy was awake while everyone else was asleep, but he was trying to watch over everybody. Oh yeah. Um. Oh, no, no. There was supposed to be two of them, but one of the guys fell asleep, but the other guy <laughs> stayed awake and uh, failed his uh, sanity check or his save Ooh. or whatever he had to make while, yeah. uh, while the guy fell asleep. And he saw a wooden mannequin shamble into the room and drag Vince's character away. Oh, God. <laughs> and then Vince's character walks back in, looks at him, winks, and goes back to sleep. <laughs> So we didn't know whether or not he was gone or replaced uh, by a doppelganger the entire fantastic. campaign. Was this D and D based or was this a separate name? Uh, it was D and D. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. It was run in like D and D fifth edition, but it, it could have been adapted for pretty much anything. That's cool. Yeah, it was. It was a good time. Or what was the other Fia fiasco? Fiasco. We do a fiasco. Uh, oh, we haven't done. I haven't done a fiasco in a minute. Those are always so fun. That's a that's a one night event. I yeah. Do that. Um. Also putting this out there for anybody who wants to uh, go to a haunted house. I'm looking for somebody who won't shit their pants or at least doesn't mind shitting their pants. I'll shit my pants. Um, <laughs> uh, scare house <laughs> is set up in the Pittsburgh mills now. Yes. Oh my God. It's in the mills now. Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. Oh, uh, and I feel bad because they like posted their advertisements for this year and people just like shit on them really because last year they're still under covid restrictions so well they, they were under covid restrictions and they had all that mess with trans transitioning into the the strip yeah. district if yeah. i'm not mistaken yeah so they're like oh it sucks now since it's not the i'm like it can only be so scary when the monsters can't go near you and there's like i'm over here yeah uh, i'm sure it's gonna be different this year yeah i'm to sure some I'm extent sure. 
Um, they're probably all. I, I'm hoping they're also hope, uh, requiring all the performers to have the that uh, but yeah. bivariant booster or whatever. Yeah, do that. It sucks, but do it. I'm getting mine next week. It's so. not. It's not as bad as the last one. It's just I, you know, it sucks. That's what I'm, I'm crossing my fingers for that because the second one, the second one hit. I, actually, I think the first one really hit me the worst. Yeah, yeah, the second so. one hit me kind of hard. Becca got laid out by the second one. Wow. Yeah, it's just, it, it hits everybody differently. Yeah. I'm gonna refresh my city water. Do you need city cool. water? Uh, I'll top me off. Um, uh, moving on to uh, city- I, I do want to say real quick. I do, I do in my head, in the back of my head, have some like uh, additional brownie points for Nope, just because it made Logan Paul really mad. <laughs> Did it? I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to spoil why because again, this movie is very recent, but it, it's real easy to tell why when that when it happens. All right, um, earmuffs because I don't remember earmuffs uh, people. Earmuffs not, people. Not yeah, you, no, okay, okay, so okay, momentary major spoiler for a portion of Nope, and then we'll get out of it, and I'll tell you when. Uh, when the fucking YouTuber uh motorcycles into their yeah. grand plan to trap the monster. Yeah. Yeah. Why they make him mad? But because it's a YouTuber going out of his way to like try and get footage of something that he is no, that he has nothing to do with. So it, it's 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 very much inspired by like Logan Paul going into the Japanese uh, right. suicide forest, yes, uh, and just like filming dead bodies and shit. And, oh, so he knows what he did is wrong and saw it on screen and realized, oh, they're making fun of me for doing a wrong thing. Yup. Huh. Huh. Yeah. Not directly making fun of him for doing a no, wrong thing, but just... definitely making fun of him for doing a wrong thing. It's almost yeah. like he uh, should have known better. He should have known uh, better, yeah. You, you may remove your earmuffs. Yeah, spoilers for Nope are now over. Uh, <laughs> hey, Joe. Uh, Robocop's going to be in the episode with uh, Panos Cosmotos. Robocop? Yeah. I was like, Peter Weller? Peter, oh, hell yeah. Yeah. I, imme- I immediately imagined like actual Robocop, oh. not just not the actor. <laughs> right. The, uh, the character Robocop will be in, <laughs> will be portraying H.P. Lovecraft and... Uh, I am here for your sanity. <laughs> looks that looks like a familiar name as well. Oh, I love that guy. Uh Tim Blake Nelson. Oh yeah. What do I recognize his name from? Shit. He's he's in a bunch of shit, but I think he's in um A Brother War Heart Thou. Yes. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah, he absolutely is. I feel like I saw him in something recently. What the hell did I see him in recently? Um great character watchman 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 the watchman tv series on hbo i'm pretty sure he was in that oh yeah was he the fucking creepy ass one um or am i thinking of different characters he was the uh no he wasn't the creepy ass one he was the um he was the detective that would put on the mirror mask yeah the creepy ass one joe sorry (laughs) sorry for a second i thought you meant lube boy who would lube himself up and slide into sewers that's just helpful Oh God! Uh, I need to rewatch that show. That was fantastic. it's so good. I really, I really liked it. Um, it sounded like such a stupid idea, but then they somehow made it. They made it awesome. work, man. It was because they leaned into the original comics mm-hmm. and like actually made it good continuity wise. And then the dude who uh, is both the Candyman and the Doctor Manhattan. Yes, is awesome. Uh, What's that actor's name again? I cannot remember. Let me see. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to try to pronounce that. Yahya Abdul-Mateen II, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah he was in the, the most recent um, Matrix movie. Yeah, that, that he was. really, really hated. He was good, but I hated that movie. He was, yeah, he was the um, Morpheus. He was the Morpheus, wasn't mm-hmm. he? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Fuck, what is, the, what is that movie called? With the creepy white kid. <laughs> <laughs> Omen? No. I mean, it's one no, of he's pretty dry. Um, <laughs> oh, he is. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, uh, it's like dark, dark water. That's what it is. Dark water. Yeah, there's okay. a lot of soggy kids. <laughs> Jesus. Not in a pervert way, you pervert. Just in a <laughs> gross ghost way. Yeah. I am desperately hungry. I've got some plain bagels. I would absolutely have some plain bagels. Great. Yeah. Um, that uh, grocery revenge. <laughs> sent the wrong order and oh like, no like here's a gallon of milk that you can't drink no <laughs> and some bagels no that's i hate when that shit happens 
But I will gladly eat some of those bagels. There's also a box of Diet Coke, which I did drink all of. Nice. No, I'll just eat it dry. Dry and cold. It occurs to me that I did the exact the exact thing I said I would not do. And what was that? Uh, say that I hated the thing, but not explain why. I didn't say Brandon Roth was a terrible actor in it, but... Gonna you, you know, I think you, you... Pass that plain bagel over here. Gonna get that plain bagel at ASMR <laughs> going. I'm fucking this bag. <laughs> you do this to yourself. I'm doing it to whoever's listening right now as well. Um, I'm sorry. I don't like bagels. Huh? I don't like bagels. What am I doing? Oh, I love bagels. Give it, these are not good bagels. No. But like, like, I'll fuck up a good oh. like everything bagel with cream mm. cheese. Hell yeah. But who the fuck? Whoever's order this is, <laughs> I got some words for you. Also, I hope you enjoyed my almond milk, you ass. <laughs> so while you're eating your mistake bagel, I'm going to rant about something I was thinking about last night. Because, you know, I've watched something like 20 horror movies this month. And like one scared me. It was scary. Not scared me, but... And I was thinking like, okay, well, what is... What kind of horror scares me? Because uh, it's not Mike Myers. It's not werewolves or vampires or any of that stuff. Um, <laughs> I keep every time you say Mike Myers, I keep picturing uh, Austin Powers as uh, as in the, as as if he were in the Halloween yeah. movies. And it just makes me very happy. Go on. Uh, he would probably have improved a couple of them. <laughs> I think it's imagery. Imagery. Okay. So. The Takashi Miike segment box uh, doesn't have any, like, jump scares or monsters or anything other than, you know, the human monster. Sure. but I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, and there's some, like, J-horror ghostiness. Yeah. To be expected. But it's more the, like, the ghost isn't, like, jumping out or scaring you or anything. It's just like, oh... There's the legs of a dead girl hanging from the top of an elevator. That's terrifying. Sure. Uh, and thinking about horror films that I like. Um, maybe, maybe excluding The Thing. The Thing was... Well, you know, what? I don't even think this, The Thing scares me so much as it's just, like, really interesting. Yeah. Um, whereas, like, The Shining, the imagery that I can't wrap my head around is scarier. Uh you know, dog giving a blowjob. <laughs> you say dog Terrifying. giving a blowjob. Horrifying. <laughs> Horrifying. I'm like, what? Pardon me? Um, also, uh, that dog's well-dressed. What is this? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think oftentimes I'll see music videos that are more scary to me than movies. Yeah. Uh, Which is a weird thing to think about. Yeah. But yeah, I can kind of see that. Um, Like some of like the Nine Inch Nails music Ooh. videos are way scarier to me than... Werewolves, or mm -hmm. not that I don't like those movies. Like, I love those movies, but I'm not scared by them. Sure. Um, I think the exception is probably Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Like that one, I'm is like genuinely I am upset by by that. But that's also you know based on a true story. <laughs> yeah. So... Like there, yeah. There, like it is, Henry Lee Lucas was actually a really fucking scary guy. Yeah. Uh, and. Even with the ring, the part that I think's the scariest is the weird ass fucking video that they watch, mm -hmm. which is just a series of surreal images. Um, and uh, fuck, what's her name? The girl. I'm trying to remember her name. Samara. Samara. Yeah. Okay. Um, her is an actual like monster, not scary. Mm -hmm. The image of her crawling out of shit. Terrifying. Terrifying. Yeah. Um, and I'm wondering if... So there, there's a bit of a divide between traditional horror fans and what has been, I 
think inappropriately addresses a uh, highbrow horror. Mm-hmm. Um, that's your like the Vich, Predatory, Midsummer, the A twenty four horror movies. Sure, sure. Um, and you know you're like Halloween's, uh. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the, the those movies that are also like, are horror, but are not considered like highbrow, mm-hmm. um, which I think is unfair. I like I enjoy both of them. I I think movies like Hereditary scare me more, but I think that those also rely more on imagery, mm-hmm. where and possibly that's why people didn't like Rob Zombie's Halloween as much. Besides it not being the the Mike Myers they were expecting it to be. He relies a little bit more on imagery, mm-hmm. especially in the second one, that fucking horse. Um, <laughs> uh, like there's a there's a scene that is like straight out of a music video where um, I think Lori's hallucinating a like banquet of like weird shit, like m- creature monsters eating shit. And there's there's also a lot of um Mike Myers um, is on screen at the same time as his child equivalent is. Mm. And that's weird. It is. I like it though, because it kind of shows like, Oh, Mike Myers has the maturity. Like he is still that little boy. Um, Which to me, it actually makes him scarier than like, Oh, he's a big dumb guy in a suit. That's real strong. Like, it's more like, you know, he's suffered something that has arrested his development to this point. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think it could have been shown better, but again, money, budget. Yeah. Um, I mean, when you're actively being denied the resources to do that. The other, the other issue is, and this is just like logistics. The kid who plays young Mike in the first movie is fantastic. Like, so he, he's unnerving. He's a good actor. Um, he looks the part, but, uh, you know, hormones occur and he grew up <laughs> oh he daniel radcliffe so yep. he like well they had to replace him oh jesus yeah. okay uh and the ki- second kid is like he's fine but like that first kid was real good real good and i think if they had been able to use him for the second movie would have been a lot different yeah it still would have been a little weird to like see both of them on screen where it's just like i know it's one actor standing in front of another actor yeah with nothing screen magic-y to differentiate, but that is my thought on movies and why they scare Jack. Neat. Some some good B-roll content for you. <laughs> <laughs> while you eat your bacon. Yes. Oh. Okay. I'm just take one more little bite myself. <laughs> yep, they'll hate it. Mm-hmm. Bleached bread, my mm-hmm. favorite. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh Christ! A lot of coffee. No, just sitting wire. <laughs> so what scares a Joe? If mine's surreal oh, imagery, God. um, and dogs give them blowjobs. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what does scare me? It. Bad CGI anime bullshit. (laughs) I just get real scared of like dudes turning to jelly. (laughs) It's pretty upsetting. (laughs) It was upsetting in a way. Uh, Oh, it's not a good effect. Uh, I don't know. It, it. I've never really been able to quite pin this down because, like, as scary as like like a like a slasher can be mm-hmm. for some people, it's just like it, like the jump scare shit. Like, like I'll jump, I'll react, but it's not like right. I don't find that like existentially terrifying. I'm more annoyed. Like, like yeah, it's like, like fuck you. Yeah, I was like God damn it. <laughs> uh. I think what, yeah, I think what really scares, what really scares me, I think is more, um, 
like surrealist stuff can do it, mm-hmm. but I, th- I think it's more like existential level, like like if like ethereal, like we don't like you don't know what's truly happening. Like kind of like Silent Hill stuff, sort sort of uh-huh. like that. Yeah, that stuff definitely gets to me. Like um, the monsters are gross, but knowing sure. that they all have the double meaning of wait that monster with the gash in the middle of it that sucks on your head that has double meaning i bet and i don't like it <laughs> yep um oh god yeah allegorical or metaphorical creatures mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. when they when yeah shit like that shit like that can get to you too when there's when there's when there's meaning you have to parse out of that out of that shit and that's when it starts to eat at me i think that's what differentiates the uh, Hellraisers I like and I'm scared of versus the ones I don't like. Yeah, is when they transition <laughs> from uh, these have s- maybe not secret. It's I wouldn't describe the franchise as subtle, <laughs> uh, but um, a lot of imagery, surrealism, um, some like kink reasons behind it. Oh too. yeah, absolutely. Straight up, like oh, he's just another slasher monster. Um, yeah, he's scary because he's got pins in his face. Yeah, and he's um, throwing CDs at you. He's throwing CDs at you. <laughs> um, <laughs> like body torture can only take you so far. There's, I think it it too easily crosses the line into just torture porn. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like, and that that's that's hard to watch, but it's not like scary. Yeah, like the—I mean—the idea that you could find yourself in that situation is scary, but like the the depiction of it is, yeah, it crosses a line into just gross and gratuitous. I think, I, it's a good tool to have in your toolbox, sure. But the entire your if the horror is only based on the body torture aspect of it, it's it can only take you so far. Yeah, I agree. Um, so I think that having. Uh, even even the movie I watched last night, uh, Honeymoon, there were some yeah. torture, like body torture elements that I was like, that was, I was upset. But it was a scene, whereas the rest of the film deals more with, uh, we'll get down to it, like the break, the breaking down of like relationships and like, yeah. not, uh, like losing the trust in a person that you used to trust the most. Sure. That's way scarier than the body torture thing, but the body torture thing was also very upsetting. <laughs> um, but if it had been like 90 minutes of, of just the body torture, like I didn't like that. That was basically imprint by my, uh, Takashi Miike. Jesus. Um, so, Hey, we've kind of already jumped back in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we've kind of, yeah. We've kind of reestablished getting into these things uh, unintentionally. Here. So, <laughs> so welcome back. I'll leave that up to you as the editor to decide what stays and what goes. Yeah. Um, but uh, if whatever goes, I'm sure we'll end up in a some scene stuff for sure. Um, um, it has Rufus in it. Rufus. Yeah, I can't remember his last name. So you know, Rufus. Rufus. Um, I have no idea who you're talking about. <laughs> you know, Rufus. Rufus. Uh, he. Uh, I'm like, man, I should watch some like palate cleanser movies, but I'm not going to do that. You know, I'm not. No, I know you're not. No. No, I'm probably gonna play Silent Hill too. Kind of get the vibe that James is not a nice fella. I don't remember. Hmm. Yeah. If the monsters are an indication of his men, uh, mental state, it's not good. Fair. <laughs> it's probably not a nice fella. No. Don't spoil it for me, fans of Drazzled. <laughs> <laughs> I want to figure out this game from like, what, 98, 99? It's been a while. It's been a minute. Yeah. At... Derazzled. At Derazzled. Yeah, we, we, I fixed it. So you <laughs> Wait, is it Derazzled Pod or? It's a good question. We should make sure. We should be sure of that. Okay. I'm using my phone. Yeah. Hold on. I'm pretty sure it's Derazzled. But I also sent you the link. You did send me the link. That's true. Because I had it one way, fucked up, and then had to change it. Yeah. Because um, I'm a professional. I got to rewind conversation a little bit here <laughs> Otto von Bismarck Garfield <laughs> this is uh, Nick Cage's cat fuck did we talk about all that yesterday <laughs> this is over the past several days okay um <laughs> wait what, 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 was it me funny but anyone but you uh so I'm currently live 
Joe's, on Instagram, yes. On Instagram. Joe's typing up the information for us to go live everywhere else, and I've discovered the filter that allows me to be on fire. <laughs> Which is, it's funny because we're going to talk about a burn. It's funny. It's funny. Outstanding. Um, I'm going to let a ride. Fuck it. You're just going to be on fire this I'm entire I'm going to be on fire for the entire episode. Neat. Yeah. Bump. I don't know if you can read the top of the of the thing. Oh, God, that's very on fire. Um, <laughs> I've lost my perplexa. I mean, I've got your... your. Is this one also called perplexa or is this one... It's Palex. It's Palex. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. No, that, oh, that makes sense. Okay. Are um, there other ones? Yeah, oh, yeah. Are uh, we, we going to cover those or... I didn't plan on it, but we can do it in this little middle section. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we're, yeah this, will be, this will be like deleted scenes material. Yeah. Uh, so... They, you go to the pharmacist and they're yes. like, well, what is the experience you're looking for out of Burning Man? And I was like, oh, I want to make new friends and I want to like learn new things. And then what is this bead here? <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> um, this is Mythium. Mythium. Uh, oh. Looks like the back of a oh, that's fun. fancy beetle. Yeah. Um, and it is taken before you go into an adventure. So it is epic. Mythical. Ah, okay. Uh, so that's the, that's, that's the nerd drug. <laughs> it's the so LARP drug. Here's the thing about Burning Man. <laughs> They're all a bunch of fucking nerds. Yeah, I know the people you went with. Yeah, of <laughs> yes. course they are. Um, well, like, I was initially intimidated. Well, I was very intimidated at the idea of going to a burn. Sure. I'm... I've lived the vanilla lifestyle for a good long time. Well, I mean, this is whole, all part of you stepping out of that. Yes. Uh... And I haven't actually looked what's in this other bottle. Oh, um, really? It looks like there's some perplexa as well. Uh, is this one just actual drugs? <laughs> this is this is just straight mercury. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> playing with a ball of mercury. Um, uh, this one has... Flatterol. Ooh! Um... Uh, helps to, helps for saying nice things that will make people feel good. Instantly charms, uh, improves confidence and posture. I also have <laughs> That's some... Fun. I don't even know how to say that. Schmechtel? What? <laughs> I think it's Schmechtel. Yeah, let, me, let, me see, let me see the paper. Uh, the bottom... Oh, God damn it. God, this chair is so squeaky. <laughs> Uh, so this bead looks like a teardrop, a shiny, shiny teardrop. Is it? Uh, uh, bottom one, uh, second to Schlemechtel. 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 There you go. What does Schlemechtel do? Just say no to don't. No way, oive. Supports graceful recovery from gracelessness, clumsiness, and idiocy. Side effects include a little humility and a whole lot of humanity. Um, this, I probably could have used some of that, but no, this, this is not my prescription. It is somebody from our camp, so I'm not curious your to know. Prescription, Jesus Christ! This, I, I mean, bravo to whoever put this graphic together because this yeah, is it's it, really nice it's i mean it's both really good uh pictures of the beads so that like it, like, it would be really hard to mistake one for another or to think that these were yeah. actually ingestible um wait why does it say laguin along the side Along the left-hand margin, one of the one is of the it? things there says Laguin. Oh wait, there's an explanation on the back. I also have a little cheat sheet I can open up here. Oh, uh, okay. These are I guess these are the the quote unquote manufacturers are I guess these are different. Um, they they really kind of went full force into the 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 game. Yeah, uh, giving different pharmaceutical companies. Um, Miser, Laguin, United Grandmother Front, um, <laughs> Warnicky's Gyrus. <laughs> I'm I. There's a theme song which I will not sing. <laughs> oh, there is a theme song. Um, but yeah, this was it was probably one of my favorite camps. Uh, one of the coolest ideas. Moment enabler Playa Pharmacy. Okay, yeah, yeah that's that, that, yeah. that's undeniably fun. 
I, um, <laughs> I, 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 Le Guin caught my eye though because of the author Ursula K. Le right, Guin. Yeah. So that's that's what yeah, that's why I got excited. But um, so <laughs> that that's not for the actual episode, but it's a fun little Spazalam is a hell of a name. Uh, I th- Boot Scootrin. <laughs> I was a little too inebriated during the entire process to read such fine print. So like once I got the vaguest idea of what it was such as Palexa. I'm like, ah, for friends. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I handed out some Palexa. I handed out some Perplexa. Uh, and I think I handed out almost all of my Mythium. Nice. Uh, That's awesome. Uh, Esperanzac is also quite good. Uh, supports healing from trauma, increases intensity of hope, optimism, and positive intentions for the future. May cause chin uppedness and heightened expectations. <sighs> Yeah, it's the thing about the burn is like my image of Burning Man prior to going was it was just like, you know, it was a four day party on like drugs and dancing. Well, I mean, Burning Man proper has kind of we'll, we'll talk more about that sure, like, when we get sure. in, when we come back for the real content. But yeah, it, it has it it has sullied the name of Burns in general, I think. At there, this point. I think there was only one person with us who had done actually. Both. Who had done the big burn? Possibly two. Okay. I mean, there was probably. Actually, I actually have the map with me. Let's see here. Uh, there were. I can't count that high. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, they they split it between. Oh, there we go. Okay. Nope, that didn't help. Um... <laughs> well, there's. Um... I'm recording now. Uh, hey, Joe. Uh, so I am here with Candy, correct? Yeah. Uh, and I'm curious to know why they decided to do a burn. Because they've they've been at the big old uh, traditional burn, and now we're at regional. Uh, so why, why did you decide to go do a burn? Well, I lived in California, and all of my fed groups in both San Francisco and L.A. all went to Burning Man. It seemed like the thing to do. I mean, all the cool kids were doing it. So, so were, why else? <laughs> so you were peer pressured into going to Burning Man. <laughs> Maybe there might have been a little bit of like FOMO in there. And I mean, somebody offered to let me like run a large, fairly elaborate theme camp. So that seemed like what kind a good of theme idea. Camp was it? Well, it was part of the Black Rock French Quarter, and it was called the Sunset Supper Club. And we served gourmet nine-course meals four nights out of the week with, you know, real china and fresh ice water and all the works. That sounds fantastic. Uh, what would you say is the biggest difference between this burn and the main burning meal? This is much, more, much more of a like a small town community vibe. The Big Burn is like all the things all the time, 100% of the time, um, times 10. And this is more like cool stuff that your neighborhood is doing. Okay, so this feels a little bit more like your, um, like a block party almost. A really cool block party, but yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, thank you, Kim. Joe, I am currently at Love Lab. Uh, it is, if you cannot tell, a bit of a dance party. Um, there is uh, some very strong music happening, uh, punching you in the testicles. Um, people seem to be wearing clothes, but I don't know how long that will last. There also seems to be a side off, uh, section off the side where people are uh, snuggling, cuddling. And, um, you know, it's, it's not normally my scene, but I feel like I should probably experience the entirety of the burn. And that means experiencing this. Um, I, I imagine that our audience and yourself are completely aware that I fucking hate dancing. Um, but hey, man, uh, here, here I am. Uh, I've, I've had tequila, which is not my drink of choice, but it's not rum, and therefore I am not poisoned and dying. Um, more on 
this later. Joe, I'm in a porta potty. My penis out, my hands sticky with sugary liqueur. Steve and I are headed to a, a dance camp, either Dirt Go Burr or a Love Lab. Uh, you might be able to hear them in the background. It's been a bit of a wild night, uh, a lot of adventuring. Um, nothing quite um, of note other than what you might expect from Burn, which is dancing and drinking and drugs. Uh, we did stop by Justice League Bar again. Um, very friendly. Steve seemed to be having a bit of a rough time, so I was like, hey, let's introduce you to this group of folk who are super nice. And they were. They were very nice. Uh, so we're headed over to a dance group now, and hopefully we can give Steve a good time. What works for you for the mummy? Oh, Jesus Christ. Let's start with the cast. Let's start with the cast. Okay. Um, Can you hear that train? Um, I mean, I'm hearing it right now, but uh, it's probably going to come up in the mix. Nice. Yeah. Let's wait a second here. Let me take that again. Yeah, take it one more time. Okay. Uh, I don't remember if the sequel's any good or not. But I, you know, it's been so long since I've watched them. Because um, they, they did like a whole Brendan Fraser trilogy of those, if I'm not mistaken. Things, plus a spinoff. Plus a spinoff. Um, oh, fucking Scorpion King. I swear to God. I don't think Rachel Weiss was in the third one. I don't though. think she I was think either. She was no, because she was like, nah, I gotta go do other things. Yeah, I was like, no, I can't. I, guys, I fucking can't. <laughs> Just... Yeah, we're fighting terracotta soldiers now. No, out. I'm done. Uh, actually, yeah, now, now that you mentioned that one, it's like, you know, maybe that one wasn't so good. <laughs> I don't remember the third one being... Well, I didn't watch the third one because it looked like shit. But... I definitely did at some point, but I don't remember it well enough. Like, I remember, like, being in, either in high school or in early college and being home uh, and just bored and by myself right. and just flipping through the various HBO channels well, that my and mom Brandon and sister had. Brendan Fraser's still fun. Like, he's still yeah, fun to watch. Yeah, he's whatever. still Brendan Fraser. Uh, 